Of course, it is Monday, and that means I am joined on the phone now by Acumen Laws, Kyla Lee. Kyla, thanks so much for taking the time. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Happy uh, belated uh, long weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people get today off, so for some out there, they're still enjoying it. But for us, uh, we got to come back to work and, and do our thing here. So, uh, But I do appreciate you being flexible and coming on at a new time here with me. So, um, of course, one of the big stories coming out of this weekend, I've talked about it a couple of times now, um, was this issue out of Vancouver of a gentleman who was seen in, uh, in an elevator here in a condo building. He actually spat on the control panel as he was getting ready to get out of the elevator. It was um, kind of a, a pretty gross uh, little video to watch. It didn't take very long to watch, but it definitely uh, sparked quite a bit of reaction. So uh, for first and foremost, I guess just when you saw that video, what, what was the first thing that went through your head? Uh, what could he possibly be thinking? I mean, what would compel a person to do that, to expose all of those other people to whatever germs are in his body? You know, pandemic aside, it's disgusting and inappropriate anytime. Yeah, exactly, right? It doesn't matter what the situation is globally or in your own community. I mean, that's just something that no one wants to see happen in any way, shape, or form, uh, regardless of what sort of medical health issues are at the forefront. And, and particularly now, I think, you know, just everyone's concerns are a little bit more heightened with, with the things that are going on. So um, what, what do you think in a situation like that uh, should should be the legal action taken in, that, in a case like that? I mean, um, you know, this gentleman has since apologized, and he said it happened about eight days ago and you know he says he's going to go and get some counseling for himself so we'll see if that actually happens although we'll probably never actually find out but just in terms of the initial I guess legal consequences to something like like this uh, what are you what are your thoughts what are your opinions on kind of where the situation should go how should it be handled well, in a situation like this, if the police were to become involved, uh, identify the individual and arrest him, he could be facing charges of mischief, um, including charges related to mischief uh, potentially endangering life. Um, there are specific charges that uh, the criminal code contemplates for circumstances where, where people interfere with the lawful use or enjoyment of property and do so in a way that could put others at health risks, like spitting on things can obviously do. Yeah, and now this, this gentleman, like I had said, has come out and apologized and said he's going to go seek counseling for, uh, I guess, whatever issues he's dealing with in life. He said uh, at one point, I guess, there was a dispute he was having with some of the other owners in the condo building, um, you know, but I guess it doesn't really matter what the circumstances are. There's really no reason for anyone to go about, you know, taking on these kinds of actions and, and the, in this case, spitting on the elevator control panel, which, of course, a lot of different people use. Uh, when, when someone, if, if if someone were to, were to ever get charged in a situation like this, I guess, how, what would, what would that do for, from your perspective, you know, as a defense lawyer, how would you go about sort of looking at this particular situation? I know in, in this case, he has already kind of talked about his concerns about potentially his own mental health. I mean, what, what sort of things, I guess, do you start with when looking into how to defend someone who might be, uh, uh, you know, being charged with something in a, in a situation like this? Well, definitely you'd want to start with, you know, getting the person counseling, ensuring that they're taking responsibility for what they're doing and seeing if they can complete what's known as alternative measures or diversion, which is a program where people do some circumstances to sort of repair the harm that they've done to their community. He's obviously making a donation to the Strata Council to pay for the cost of the cleaning. All of those things would be the type of thing you'd see in an alternative measures plan. And so legally speaking, you know, what his lawyer has announced he's willing to do and, and the steps that they're taking looks like they're setting it up for if he gets charged, um, uh, some type of alternative measures to be used. 
Now, you probably wouldn't expect someone to be charged for this. I mean, I know it is uh, a gross act and, and no one wants to see it happen, but uh, probably pretty difficult to lay any sort of criminal charges in something like this. It might not be. I mean, the video clearly shows who this individual is. If people are able to identify him and police get that information, they may be interested in forwarding charges to the prosecution. And Crown Council might be interested in laying charges because there's a public interest given the amount of attention this incident has garnered and also the need to deter other people from doing stupid things like that in the future. I mean, this isn't the only individual that's, you know, spat on something since we've had this this pandemic. There's lots of instances is recorded on social media of people behaving in such an inappropriate way and you know this is the type of person and circumstance where police and crown might want to make an example of him to try and prevent future incidents yeah in this one i guess one thing that really kind of sticks out in this particular case is right it happened in an elevator he was the only person in there at the time uh probably well i definitely thought nobody was going to be watching or getting any sort of uh video footage of him doing these actions but like you said we have seen a lot of these uh kinds of incidents taking place in 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 other forms whether it be you know people at the grocery store who are having arguments with with clerks and tellers and you know starting to cough on them and things along those lines i guess sort of all of that would uh would, would would, would fall under the same sort of umbrella here when talking about just a potential endangerment to the public, right? We've seen, uh, I think it was someone who was caught speeding uh, in the States. I don't have the exact case off the top of my head here, but, you know, he was basically saying to the cop, like, oh, you're going to get coronavirus if you come too close to me trying to get out of some kind of speeding ticket. So, I mean, is that, I guess all of these kinds of incidents fall under the same sort of uh, umbrella here when just talking about uh, not mischief, but uh, public endangerment, I suppose. Yep, and there are charges um, that can be laid for common nuisance where people do something that in, endangers the public and just generally create a nuisance by doing so. Um, so there's lots of avenues that are available to prosecutors and police in investigating these incidents. And people think that because we have a pandemic that police are afraid of, of prosecuting them, but our legal system has already thought ahead and thought through that. And the pandemic isn't going to be, you know, a way to get out of criminal or irresponsible behavior scot-free. I'm sure there are some people out there who are hoping that that is the case, but I know we have had many discussions about, you know, how this this two-month uh, little break here from the court's judicial system is, is going to have, uh, not, not really going to, to change a whole lot, right? Things are going to just be pushed ahead. A lot more people are going to be uh, going probably by video once this whole thing um, resolves itself, or at least, you know, we see people start to, um, you know, slowly be allowed to interact with each other once again. So, um, yeah, I don't really have any follow-up question in regards to that, but yeah, this whole thing I'm sure has a lot of people thinking they might be able to get away with a lot of stuff, given that there aren't as many people in the streets, there aren't as many eyes on everyone at all times, but um, you know, they just clearly, uh, there's clearly cameras in a lot of places, and they're going to catch people uh, who are uh, doing these types of things and, and doing these silly actions. So uh, I think that's important for everyone to remember that uh, just because you are alone doesn't necessarily mean that you actually are, which uh, kind of can be scary, but uh, that is really the, the world we live in here in, in 2020. Um, Kyla, well, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate you coming on at a new time. Maybe before I let you go, you know, it's been, uh, what, three weeks? Maybe even more than that now. I can't keep track of the timeline since you had your presumptive diagnosis for COVID-19, but uh, just, just how are you feeling? How is the recovery process been for you? 
I am completely symptom free now um, for several days. Um, I think like five or six days now of, of no symptoms. So I, I'm officially determined that I'm completely recovered and so able to resume, you know, as normal a life as possible with all of the other restrictions that are still in place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're all going through that that in some way, shape, or form together. So glad to hear that you're feeling better now, and and uh, you know you're you're subject now to the same rules as everyone else who's not. Uh, under those mandatory quarantines. So hopefully you can get some groceries and, and the like and, and enjoy somewhat of a relatively normal life compared to being stuck at home, not being able to move for a full 14 days. At least you can kind of get out and about in a little yeah. little ways here and there. Thank you so much for doing this, Kyla. Really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can do it again next week. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes, as always. That was Acumen Law's Kyla Lee.